Matt and Rod, this is JR, and I was going to call and say welcome back, but apparently that's old news. Uh, looks like you've been back for a few weeks now, so I'm a little slow moving on the messages, uh, but I will say congratulations on almost getting to a trend. I think you have to be back for five weeks, and we'll call it a trend. Uh, but I'm happy to report that I am moving back to the lovely city of Stockton, uh, where I left five years ago to move to the great city of Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, Fort Worth, Texas was a, was a mighty fine adventure, but we decided to come on back to, to Stockton, uh, and, and I decided to do so because I heard the podcast Stockton is getting back in the studio. So I, I think I'm going to put it out there that if, if we don't continue to hear updated podcasts on a regular basis, I think I'm just going to go ahead and move out to, uh, going to move out to Cleveland. So maybe that's some incentive for you, but, uh, Keep up the good work. I hope to hear more good stuff. From 8th Street to 8 Mile Road, from I-5 to Highway 99, Podcast Stockton. Stockton. I love this town. Most miserable city? I don't think so. The show all about the great life in Stockton, California. This is Podcast Stockton. Welcome to Podcast Stockton, episode 58 for Monday, April the 11th, 2011. I'm Rod Gomez, And I'm Matt Beckwith. Welcome back to all of our returning listeners. If this is your first time listening to Podcast Stockton, thanks for checking out the show. We'd love to hear your feedback. Give us a call at 209-565-3229 or send your comments to mail at podcaststockton.com. Coming up on today's show, we talk Asparagus Festival with Kate Post. We talk Q Productions with Emily Ballas. And we go country with Mark Wills. Okay, Asparagus Festival is almost here. We are officially on Asparagus Festival countdown here at Podcast Stockton. Rod, can you feel the excitement? The countdown clock is like the 24 clock. It's making me that much more excited for Friday. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. It really, it, it's going to be an awesome weekend. Um, it's going to be a busy weekend, but it's going to be an awesome weekend. I know that, uh, there's a lot more than just myself who's looking forward to the asparagus festival. Cause it's the biggest, it's like the kickoff to the Stockton spring. You know what I'm saying? It's like, this is the gateway to which the rest of the, the Stockton year is going to shake out. And, um, as, uh, as we did last year, we got a chance to actually sit down and talk to the mastermind behind the entire, uh, festival. And she's been that way for years and years and years and years. Uh, not dating her any, uh, you know, any way, shape, or form. Uh, Kate Post. So we're going to listen to that interview real quick, and then uh, and then we'll come back after that. So I am joined for the second year in a row, but of course we love to have her on every year. Uh, Kate Post, the woman behind the Asparagus Festival. And uh, again, you know, last year we talked to you a lot about the nuts and the bolts of how mm-hmm. you put together the Asparagus Festival. Mm-hmm. But this year we just want to highlight some of the stuff that's going on, some of the new stuff that people can look forward yeah. to this year. Oh, there's lots of new stuff. You know, that's one thing. This will be our eighth year in a row downtown, and this venue is so great for the event. It allows us to be creative and do some new things. So let's start with our new art and wine area at the festival, located in Martin Luther King Plaza, a new layout of the booths. Uh, new wineries coming in that's a new f- uh, flavor there and 
beautiful uh, umbrella tables, seating and whatnot. So that's going to be a, a really an upscale area now. And we've got over 110 spaces sold, I think. People coming from all over the country to be at our show. So lots of shopping. I love that. Um, let's talk about food just for a little bit. Everybody comes. Number one reason they come is for the food. And of course, the big hit last year was the asparagus ice cream. That is back in gallons and gallons and gallons of it. Where hopefully we don't run out, but I know we're going to have to ration it again. Could you everybody even, wanted to, yeah. I don't know. Could I you even imagine the popularity no. of that asparagus no. ice cream? You just no. you just put it out there and all of a sudden. I couldn't believe it. And it's green and everything, you know. And I was saying that when they first opened the window, they were shocked. There were 75 people standing in line for asparagus ice cream Friday morning, you know. I wouldn't, that would not be my, the first thing on my list. I'd probably pick the pasta or the burrito. But new this year, we have a new dish uh, coming to the alley uh, through the generosity of Foster Farms, who's donating 5,000 pounds of chicken. We have a new chicken, Foster Farms chicken asparagus wrap. So envision this. It's a beautiful chicken breast with the green spear coming out, tomato, basil, vinaigrette inside, wrapped in a green tortilla. So lots of green things walking around to eat. And so we're excited about that. And of course, the number one dish is the deep fried. No question about it. It's back, always back. They how much did, would you sell that? I mean, how much would you they say? They do about 40,000 servings of it. I mean, these numbers are large numbers and you, you add all these zeros to the back of them. You know, but that's the kind of business that they're doing over there. And again, they'll open that up and there'll be lines waiting for the deep fried asparagus. My number one is the pasta. That's our breakfast usually in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> So, so um, you know, we talk about that. Let's talk a little bit about the entertainment. I, I know that uh, we got some pretty big names yeah, coming out. Got some big names coming out. Let's just go day by day. Let's go Friday, and uh, we open with a Santana tribute band, Caravan Sarai. Great sounding band. Love the sound of the band. Followed by a Bay Area favorite, which is Pride and Joy. They're a soul Motown uh, band. Very I, I hear that nobody can sit down and, and listen to this band. That everybody dances the whole time they're on stage. So that'll be fun to watch. Then Saturday, of course, is a great day, too. We open with a kind of a, I call them a crazy group of young rockers called Department of Rock. Just a great sound, followed by the famous Smash Mouth. So we're excited to have Smash Mouth here with the local keyboard players from Stockton, I, I believe. Yeah, wow. did you know that? Amazing. Yeah. We did not I, know I there was a local tie. I can't think of his tie. name right now. Oh, yeah, there's a local tie. It's probably on our website. I just can't bring it back in the front of my brain right now. But isn't that cool? Smash Mouth's very a pretty cool. big name. How, very big how did name. you land him? Well, we, we had heard via the grapevine that they were getting back out and about. You know, they're the famous Shrek movie theme people. So they probably haven't had to work too hard for a while. But they're getting back out and on tour. And uh, I think our agent knows their agent kind of thing, word of mouth. And we made an offer. And we're probably the first largest uh, gig they're going to do coming out of the, you know, what do you call it, retire not really retirement, but just vacation time. And, and of course, the festival is one of the first largest events of the year. That's the good part of the festival in itself. Absolutely. We're one of the first biggies of the season. So Sunday followed by our Eagles tribute band, followed by Little Texas. So we're going to go country on Sunday. Got to get your, gotta your, get your boots hat on. out, your hat, your I boots, got a new hat. Buckle. Yeah, I got a new hat. Yep. <laughs> All right, and you guys also have a local stage, right? Where... Yeah, we have DeCarly Square stage, which is really fun. That's three days, a lot of local dance troops and a lot of local talent, local bands as well. And usually our big headliners on the weekend, I think Saturday they close with Mike Torres' band, that's a famous name, and then Sunday followed by Latin Magic is the closing. But throughout the day you're gonna see all age groups performing lots of colorful costumes. And it's a fun, it's one of the shaded areas where you can sit. That's a seating area of about three or 400 people. So a lot of people just like to sit and relax and enjoy over there by the water. So I know there's people out there that say ew, gross, green, icky stuff, disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Um, now ew. let's let's not let's not scare them away. There's no. also other stuff oh to enjoy gosh. here, right? 
literally hundreds of food booths. I mean, you've got to think about this. When you go down the Spirit Lane, we call it, it's another name would be Eat Street, you know, because you can eat from one end to the other, everything from, you know, Lockford sausage, Greek, uh, deep fried artichokes. I mean, I'm going to make your mouth water funnel cakes, all this stuff. And it's just a, a, a whole, you know, menagerie of stuff to eat. So if you don't like asparagus, don't worry. We got plenty of stuff to eat. Yeah, this yeah. is the asparagus yeah. festival, but but there's lots of other good stuff. You still have yeah. some tri tip yeah. and some roasted oh, corn. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's your favorite. That yeah. Roasted corn is the first thing I hit. <laughs> I, literally, I walk through the gates and it's roasted. Where corn. is it? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know where he is, even. I, I do. I absolutely yeah. know yeah. where it's at. It's right across we from do the, that. Yeah, yeah. the waterfront. A lot of the setup, you know, sometimes we've trained these people where they are, so they don't want to move because they have their loyal customers coming to to eat for the weekend. So absolutely, a lot of fun. You know, if we go back and forth and talk about a little bit more entertainment, you know, there's a lot going on at the festival. Whether it's sea lion encounters tyson the skateboarding bulldog is he and gonna be Sky back? Dogs. oh he's back oh yeah i love to see that the little the kids just love him and the families and everybody has to take his picture you know and then of course in the intersection of center street and fremont is our velocity circus and that's going to look different this year because we're going to truss it meaning we have a steel structure going over it to give it a more uh, geographical destination spot on the street and that's the acrobatic team's kind of a cirque du soleil style circusy theme out that's, of san francisco you did that last yeah. year was that the first oh, time you did yes, that last and year we loved it yeah yeah we've got great pictures of that and this year we've glammed up the venue quite a bit so there's so much to do and see or you can go see one of the car displays buy a new car you know, or try the hole-in-one competition. You can win a C-Class Mercedes-Benz from Barbarian Motors. I mean, there's just so much to talk about. You can't see it all in one day. No, and that's why you got to have yeah, got, all three days, that's right? That's right. <laughs> well, when we talk about behind the, the gravity tour, a lot of people forget that this little grassy area across from the Civic Auditorium here is full of vendors as well, right? Yeah, that's the Art and Wine Show. That would be the about. Art and Wine Show. Yeah, there. that's the Art and Wine Show. Oh, my gosh, yeah, that's one of my favorites. You know, jewelry and artwork and pottery and... You know, it's a great place to buy, shop for gifts, wind chimes, whatever. You know, just lots of good shopping and things. So. Outstanding. So yeah. then also, uh, if, if there's somebody out there that hasn't been to the Asparagus Festival before, give them a little bit of advice on how to tackle this yeah. whole festival. If I were, you know, on the weekend especially is when we do our transit system out of Delta College. It's the bargain way to come. It's a $4 round trip. You get a wristband. You get your tickets in advance. You can even buy your food and beverage tickets out of Delta College so you don't have to stand in the lines here. And we moved close to 10,000 people out of there last last year on in the weekend. Ride the bus. You get dropped off right at Gate 4 area, picked up right at Gate 4 area. You don't have to park and do anything. And the buses are beautiful. And we play a video on there that says, take the bus, Gus, and then show last year's video to everybody that's on board. So that's a classy way to go. If, if not, there's plenty of parking. And we have free shuttles from all the parking garages. So when you see those store transportation shuttles running, they're all free. Hop on one, and they'll take you right to one of the festival gates. Amazing. Yeah. So again, the Asparagus Festival starts on the... April 15th through the 17th. Good weather forecast. Largest charitable festival in California. The best of the West Food Fest. Absolutely. And then, of course, always got to look forward to the... Uh, asparagus eating contest, which oh, this year yes. we haven't even talked about. No, that we haven't yet. even talked about that yet. We talked about it earlier. Actually, two things on Saturday. Which Saturday's a busy day. Start in the morning, the Great Spirit Run Walk, a one mile, 5K or five mile race. That's over a thousand people participate, and kids and families and baby joggers, strollers, everything. And then after that, we do the eating competition main stage. It starts promptly at noon. So if you're going to get there to watch early, get your hay bale early because the check, the eaters check in about 11 o'clock. Great photo ops, and sometimes they'll do interviews and sign autographs and things like that. So that's at noon. It's a 10-minute contest. Who can eat the most asparagus in 10 minutes? We'll see if Joey Chestnut can defend his title. 
Yeah, looking They're at him, he's not eating. much to look at. Yeah. Right? He could <laughs> pack can away some. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the guys behind him, you know, Pat Bertoletti and Eric Denmark are right behind him. They love to win. So fierce competitors, these eaters. Outstanding. So, yeah, come and enjoy. Yes, please do. So, again, 15th through the 17th. Yep. If you see Kate, she's the tall blonde. Just say hi and thank you for the uh, thank you for the event. You're so, welcome. All right, thank you for coming on podcast. Thank Talking. you for covering us. Okay, Rod. Once again, another year with uh, Kate Post on the show. Um, they do amazing work at the Asparagus Festival. They, I think, they do work all year round uh, prepping for the uh, the festival. So um, glad to have her back on the show. Glad we got some of her time right before their very busy season. Um, and of course, Kate is, uh, is just one of many, many, many people, including uh, tons of volunteers that helps put that event together. Um, so I am looking forward to it even more, listening to, um, to uh, the new things coming out this year. But before we talk about any of those, Rod, you didn't know Mike Kluster from Smash Mouth is from Stockton? You know, I got to tell you, I was very ignorant on that fact until, uh, until Kate brought up that there's a Stockton keyboardist and you were so kind as to inform me of the actual man himself. So o- Only after you, only after the interview. I should have prepped you before then. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> I, I failed in my journalistic duties. I'm fired. Well, I'm just name dropping because I've never actually met him, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, definitely knew about that. And uh, I'm excited to see them. And I'm a big fan. Uh, I wouldn't say big fan. I'm a fan of, of Little Texas. So um, um, that'll be interesting. And uh, Pride and Joy looks like a looks like a uh, a band that I'd like to check out as well. So uh, great talent. Um, so uh, what what are you looking forward this year to uh, for the Asparagus Festival? Ride? I am just looking forward to getting out there and eating until I'm stuffed. I that is like goal one for all of us when we go out to the Asparagus Festival is just to eat, 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 and eat. I mean, we'll probably starve ourselves the two days before. Um, but yeah, I, I'm actually to tell you the truth. What I'm most looking forward to is just getting out there and seeing everybody having a great time. The Asparagus Festival to me is is one of the reasons why um, I was happy to, to come home after 10 years of being gone because it just reminds me that, you know, Stockton is a great, pl- a great place. And, uh, well, I was getting all choked up. Um, Stockton is a great <laughs> place. And, uh, and just to see that event happen every year, um, you know, reminds me of great childhood memories. And it just, I get to take my daughters out and show them uh, the greatness of Stockton. And I, I just have such a great time. And then we eat. Yeah. I'm looking forward to, uh, again, some of that, um, uh, asparagus ice cream. It was great last year. Great to know that there'll be a little bit more of it this year. Um, and the, uh, asparagus, asparagus wraps, asparagus wraps, asparagus wraps, brand new. Yep. Yeah. That looks, that looks very good. Roasted um, corn. We, I said it in the interview, but I'm telling you, that is like priority one. The, I walk through the gate and I go directly for the roasted, <laughs> roasted corn. corn. There is no no passing go, no collecting $200. It's just straight there. There you go. And um, uh, also, the, the other thing I'm looking forward to this year is I've gotten a little bit better on my short game and I'm looking uh, I'm looking for the, uh, the hole-in-one again. <laughs> I'm looking to not go to that booth at all. If you saw my, my video from last year... People were laughing at me because I just couldn't even get it off of the green. It's I'm that bad. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, Asparagus Festival um, runs this Friday through Sunday. That's April 15th through the 17th. Um, and the tickets, um, you can get tickets out there, but there's all, you can also get tickets um, out at Delta College, and there's other places you can get tickets. But um, certainly would love to see everybody out there this year at the Asparagus Festival. And of course, um, trying, if you haven't tried deep fried asparagus, you owe it to yourself to try some of our uh, awesome, awesome, awesome uh, deep fried asparagus and all the other asparagus entrees that you can stuff in your face. 
And while we're on the subject of asparagus, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about your adventures in asparagus dining out. Um, I know you took full advantage of the menus on some of these uh, places, and and I know you're eager to talk about it. So, Matt, tell us tell us your well, experience. I, I didn't get to do what what I wanted to do or what you wanted to do, which was hit up every one of the places. I had actually only intended on going to a couple of them, um, but it, the week started off so well last week that uh, I, I just. I kept going. So I did hit up three places during um, the uh, Great Stockton Asparagus Dine-Out. Um, went to Angelina's, and uh, my wife and I both went. And I had the um, asparagus ravioli, which was amazing. I also got to sample some of my wife's asparagus pasta. It's the best part of, um, of going in doubles, right? It's You get to, you get to order two different things and yeah. still taste it. Yeah, and we almost never... Almost never order the same thing for that very reason, but um, I was I was very happy with the asparagus ravioli. It was nice and light, um, and the uh, the asparagus pasta was also very very good. It was a big serving a uh, uh, big serving, so Don didn't need it all. I got to take it home and had some um, had a little bit left over for dinner that that night as well. Um, and then a couple days later, um, before we hit the $5 movies on Tuesday night, we, um, we hit up Whirlows on the mile. And I love Whirlows. And they have, they have, you know, in my mind, the, some of the best, you know, roasted turkey sandwiches that you can get in Stockton. But, um, you know, I, I went, I figured, you know what, I'm on this asparagus kick. And I went with their grilled asparagus sandwich with garlic aioli, feta cheese, roasted red peppers, lettuce, tomato, onion on a ciabatta. Um, and yeah, I read that right off the site because I wouldn't have remembered it. <laughs> but let me tell you, it was amazing. And I had never had grilled asparagus. Have you ever had grilled asparagus? In fact, I have not. I, I was I was nervous because, you know, I'm new to the whole asparagus thing, but... Um, Which it, shocks me as much as not knowing the uh, keyboardist from Smash Mouth shocks, <laughs> shocked you. Yeah, there you go. And this is one time where uh, my wife and I both ordered the same thing. And actually, I was surprised she ordered um, after I did because she was still deciding. And she went for the same thing. And let me tell you, that was one of the most incredible sandwiches I've ever had. And I'm not a big veggie guy, so I usually like meat on my sandwich. And this sandwich was was. You know, I could hardly finish the whole thing. It was that it was that meaty, and the grilled asparagus was just amazing. Um, so I don't know if that's a regular item on their menu. If it is, um, if it's still going on, even though the Great Stockton Asparagus Dine-Out is over, um, by the time you hear this, um, definitely give that sandwich a try at Rolos. And then um, a couple days ago, I went to um, one of my favorite places on the mile, Midtown Crepery and Cafe. And you know what? I... Actually, did not have the asparagus item, <gasps> but um, I went with my brother, and he ordered the asparagus thing, and he really liked it, which is the asparagus and mushroom crepe um, with a Swiss cheese sauce. But I'll tell you this: I got to talking to the waitress, and I told her that I didn't think that I was going to get the asparagus thing, so I just ordered. I think I just ordered the Bayou crepe with turkey. Um, but she said, "You know what? That that wasn't good enough for her." So. <laughs> She she had them make me that, but she also then just put some asparagus on top of it. So so you got your asparagus fixed. <laughs> so anyways, I did, right? and I her and the cook were back there laughing at me because um, she said she was going to force me to eat asparagus yet again that week. But uh, <laughs> it was a great thing, and the you know the Conference Advisors Bureau did uh, again a, a fabulous job um, getting a bunch of restaurants together. I think there was twenty or twenty five restaurants, whatever it was, um, together 
to um, create some wonderful local asparagus um, entrees and uh, and some appetizers. But um, so next time that comes around, definitely be on the lookout for it. But uh, Angelina's, Worlo's, Midtown Crepery, all um, all had amazing asparagus dishes. And Rod, this time you you missed out, but I'm sure you'll get your fill. Um, come come this uh, weekend. Yeah, I think I was saving my asparagus fix until the actual festival itself. I wanted to whet my appetite, but doggone it, I didn't want to go completely bonkers uh, before the event happened. So I'll just say that I was, you know, saving myself for the festival. There you go. So more asparagus than you know what to do with. Welcome to Podcast Stockton, episode 30 T. 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 Until next time, stock. Until next time, stock. Okay, it's, ready? Well, let's just pause and then okay, do gotcha. that one again. Yeah, you can't blow the final line of it. No. I totally <laughs> just, I can't believe I did I that. Always, I always do that one up. Coming up on today's show. <laughs> oh, you start out with the trivia. Yeah, you? but don't I, don't I say comments? I say yeah, you. Congressman. <laughs> Congressman. <laughs> Congressman. Hello. Welcome. Oh. This is Lowell Tuckerman here with your Outback... Oh, sorry. 99 Days. This is Lowell Tuckerman, the voice of pot... Uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> 99 Days. 99 Red Balloons. I, I was going to put something in front of that, but uh, I'll do it. I'm oh. sorry. All right, let's go. Holy Welcome to Podcast Stockton, episode 18, 19, for Friday, December the 11th, 2009. I'm Rod Via Gomez, and this is Casey Kasem. I thought that was to live from the Outback Studios, and just say Outback Studios in Stockton. Okay, got you. Even though I'm always in Stockton when I'm doing it, I just what the heck. This is former Delta College professor Bill Davis. You're listening to Podcast Stockton. I survived the mean streets of Moab, Utah for seven years and the rigors of Delta College for 24 years. Matt and Rod ain't got nothing on me. I am joined today by Emily Ballas from Q Productions. Emily, thanks for coming on the podcast, Stockton. Thank you, Matt. So uh, I was excited recently to hear about the launch of Q Productions. Um, what can you tell me about it? When did you start, and uh, what's the goal of Q Productions? Well, Q Productions started in January, and our goal is to bring entertainment to the Valley, mainly Stockton. So um, you have a couple of big acts. I would call them big acts coming up um, very soon. Let's talk about the uh, first one coming up um, on Friday, the Mark Wills Show. Yes, we have Mark Wills coming in on Friday, April 15th. He'll be at the Stockton Empire Theater. Show starts at 7.30, and tickets are $20. It's all general admission. Mark's going to do a, an acoustic show, and he's going to sing his, song, his famous songs, big hits such as 19-something, Jacob's Ladder, and Don't Laugh at Me, among others. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I am a uh, I'm a country music fan, and uh, I'm excited that um, we are getting a little bit more country music in Stockton, um, and uh, certainly him doing his um, his acoustic show um, will be great. And uh, certainly in the in the Empire, 
um, is another great venue. Um, but you have another show coming up um, sometime after that. Um, what can you tell me about that one? That show takes place on Tuesday, uh, June 14th, and we'll have Edwin McCain in. Uh, it's also going to be at the Stockton Theater. Again, it's a, it's a affordable $20 ticket. McCain sings uh, s- some of the best wedding songs out there. Yeah, I, I, the, the song that I always think of when I think of him is the song I'll Be. And now that you mention it, I think I have seen that in weddings. So uh, that's, a, that's a perfect description, um, probably his most well-known song. Um, so uh, what, what can you tell me about the, um, the, the state of live entertainment in Stockton? I think Stockton has a great underground scene, but uh, when you start talking above ground, a lot of people say, well, we got to go to the Bay Area, Sacramento, even Modesto. So we're trying to transform that perception a little bit to say, we do have stuff here, there are things happening here, and we're also bringing things here. So will your, um, will your goal be to bring acts to other places besides the Empire Theater, or are you focusing on the Empire Theater? Well, the Empire is a great location for acts like Wills and McCain because it's a 400-seat facility. But we're also working with the University of Pacific. We're also working with some of the facilities in Lodi. So it's facilities that range from, say, 400 to 6,000 seats. Oh, great. Well, I I do think um, that the the Empire is is great, Um, certainly for live music. It's a perfect intimate setting. uh, for acts like that, so excited to see um, folks uh, folks come out and play and play there. Um, if folks want more information on any upcoming shows and, of course, for tickets to the um, next two shows coming up, where can they go? Best place is our website at qproductionsco.com, or they could call us here at the office at five nine four one six six nine. Emily will be back at the end of the show to answer the famous four questions that everybody gets to answer here on Podcast Stockton. Okay, I am joined today by country music recording star Mark Wills. Mark has hits like Jacob's Ladder, Don't Laugh at Me. Uh, looking for America's his new hit and his big hit 19-something. Mark, thanks for joining us on Podcast Stockton. Matt, happy to be here, man. Looking forward to seeing you guys very shortly. Great. So uh, you got a show coming up uh, in Stockton, April 15th at the uh, Stockton Empire Theater. But before we st- before we talk about that, you know, let's talk about your, your upbringing in country music. You've been around uh, on the scene for 15 years or so. How did you get started in country music? I just love singing uh, ever since I was a little kid. You know, I just, I love the music. Uh, I loved watching the award shows and all that kind of stuff. And so I think it was one of those deals where, for me, I, I just, I just sort of always knew that this is what I was going to do for a living. And, uh, you know, was, was in love with it for a long time. And, and you know, fortunately, uh, been able to make a career out of it. Great. So what did you grow up listening to? Uh, I grew up listening to Alabama and, you know, uh, Let's see. Well, you know, Alabama, Conway Twitty, uh, George Jones, uh, you know, some Merle Haggard, uh, you know, and then we get into the into some of the newer stuff like, uh, you know, the Ronnie Millsap and, uh, you know, kind of that, you know, that late 80s, you know, early 80s uh, kind of pop country uh, when they were doing a little bit, you know, kind of trying to change the sounds up a little bit, you know, with some of the Kenny Rogers stuff and, uh 
you know, grew up grew up with a, a pretty wide variety of country music, and then you know, then kind of also made the the move to a little bit of rock and roll. So I've I've had fun with uh, I've had fun and and kind of had you know uh, a good time listening to a lot of different types of music. Yeah, and nowadays uh, country and rock has gotten a lot closer together, not not just with the with the performers crossing genres, but with the different instrumentations and things like that. So that's uh, that, that seems to be right up your alley as well. Yeah, I mean it has. You know, I've, we've been uh, been very been very fortunate to get to uh, you know to kind of make a career, and at the same time, uh, you know, basically just have fun with it. Yeah. All right. Well, you you mentioned the '80s earlier, so uh, I, I definitely have to ask about your biggest hit and, and my favorite, in nineteen uh, something, which is full of great '70s and '80s references. It's it's just a it's, it's just a fun <laughs> song. So th- th- does this song come come anywhere close to describing your own childhood? Yeah, I mean, uh, a large degree. And the and the thing was, the thing that made it such a great song was that I didn't write it. I mean, it was you know Chris Dubois and David Lee wrote the song, and uh, you know, and, and I was one of those. You know, I was just the the fortunate voice that got a hold of it. I was getting ready to uh, to go into the studio the next day and record, uh, you know, record a couple songs for the greatest hits record, and uh, found that song the night before. Went in and recorded it that morning, and just had a had a sneaking suspicion that that was going to be a huge hit, you know. And you and you get that feeling sometimes when you know I kind of had the same feeling when I recorded "Don't Laugh at Me." I thought that could be a, a huge hit, you know. And and uh, so you know it was, but we had a. It was one of those things from you know from the very first time I heard the song, I was like, man, this is so this is my life. And then, you know, the second verse would come around, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is my life. So, uh, you know, if I can relate to it so much, I sort of feel like, uh, I sort of feel like, you know, a lot of country music fans could relate to it. Yeah, yeah, certainly. And being a, being a child of the, of the same era, you know, when it goes into the, all the stuff about the 80s with the MTV and the Rubik's Cube and the Space Shuttle and Daisy Dukes, I mean, that, that just, you know, even, even just saying that, I get chills, you know, brings me back to, the, to a much simpler time in my life as well. That's right. That's great. So, uh, so uh, what can you tell me about the show that's coming up in Stockton? You mentioned that it's a it's an acoustic show, right? Well, it, it's it, it is an acoustic, but it's not an acoustic. If that makes any sense, we're we're kind of we're we're going to be missing one of our band members who uh, who has a thing going on that weekend, and so he's not making the trip with us. So we're actually just doing it four piece. You know, my my guitar player, my drummer, my bass player, and and myself, and that that that's kind of that's sort of fun because. We get to kind of change the songs up a little bit and make them uh, a little more. Uh, I don't want to say uh, we'll just stray from the record, you know. Instead of it sounding just like the record, we kind of, you know, we we'll use acoustic guitars to play piano parts, or we we'll use electric guitars to play piano parts, and and that'll that'll be fun for uh, it'll be fun for the guys in the band, and you know, and that's our main thing for for our shows anyway is just to have fun. Yeah, well, that's great. I mean, uh, you, for me, I go to a concert and I, I love to hear those uh, those slight variations. But uh, to, to hear to hear it done in a in a full acoustic set and not just uh, not just one guy and a guitar, um, that that's probably going to make it even even better for us. So, I think it'll be I think it'll be fun, and I hope that everybody has a good time because I can guarantee you that we're going to have a good time. Uh, you know, we we have fun no matter where we go. So uh, if we can. You know, if we can entertain ourselves, and we've played these songs a thousand times, then hopefully the people that are sitting out there, they'll for the first time hearing them, they'll have a great time with it. 
Right. Yeah, definitely. Well, we're definitely looking forward to it. So uh, the um, I know you've obviously spent, you must have spent some time in Northern California. Have you ever made your way to Stockton? Have you Are you familiar with our area at all? You know, I have some friends, a uh, uh, family that lives there, and, and they come to see a lot of our shows. And uh, they're all, you know, they've, they've, we've been on cruises together. We've, you know, they, they, they make the trip a lot to see us. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm familiar with the area. I don't know that I've ever played in actual Stockton, but, uh, but either way, whether we, whether we have or whether we're having 15 years is a long time to to kind of keep your, your your memory (laughs) as to if you've been, I know we've been close to the area and we're looking forward to, uh, to everybody coming out and, and hanging out with us at the theater, you know, and just kind of just having a fun night. I mean, that's really, that's really what it's all about. You know, this show, when they uh, when they told us, you know, kind of what we we're going to be doing, you know, we were very excited about it because that does it allows us to kind of stretch out and play the songs a little differently, and uh, and you know, and and that's that's neat. You know, we don't get that a lot of them. The majority of our shows during the summertime are it's all the band, and we know we're playing for sixty minutes, or we know we're playing for seventy five minutes, and and so uh, this show we really don't have a really don't have a whole lot of set anything we can do whatever we want to and that that makes it a lot of fun wow that's great well i'm definitely looking forward to uh seeing you in stockton on friday april 15th at 7 30 tickets still available at qproductionsco.com and of course that'll be at the uh, beautiful stockton empire theater mark thanks so much for joining us today on podcast stockton man thank y'all very much for having us we look forward to seeing you here very shortly it was 1980 something in the world that i grew up in Skating rinks and black transams, big hair and parachute pants. And looking back now, I can see me. Oh man, did I look cheesy? I wouldn't trade those days for nothing. Oh, it was 1980-something. with uh, Emily Ballas from Q Productions online at qproductionsco.com. And uh, now it's time for the, uh, the final four, the four, final four questions everybody gets for coming on the podcast, Stockton. First, Emily, how long have you been in Stockton? I've been in Stockton since January 2005. I originally came here to uh, head up the California Cougars indoor soccer team. Wow, so you are a relative um, newcomer to our community. That's uh, that's interesting. And and you came out for um, for the Cougars. Do you have a uh, do you have a background in sports management? Yes, I spent about twenty five years in professional outdoor soccer. Uh, did you play as an athlete? I did not. We didn't have soccer when I was growing up. So how did you get involved in sports management if you never played as an athlete? Well, I was an athlete, just not in soccer. I went to uh, school for sport management, got my master's in it, and I'm getting my doctorate in it. Oh, wow, great. So only five years. Where, where did you um, most recently move from? I moved from the uh, Bay Area, the East Bay. Okay. So uh, we have better weather out here, maybe? It's awesome. It's much better. 
Um, uh, second question: um, What do you what do you like about Stockton after being here for for just for just a few years? Uh, probably first and foremost are the people. There's a lot of community here, a lot of people supporting each other, and I've been in a lot of big cities where you don't have much of that. Next question: um, What is your uh, what is your favorite Stockton memory? Well, I have plenty of memories, but probably my favorite is when we brought back the Stag High School Homecoming Parade on the Mile. For years I'd heard about how Stockton had had the Stag Parade on the Mile. Everybody had all these fond memories, so we brought it back uh, three years ago, and it's been fun ever since. Great. Okay, and then uh, lastly, um, when you're not uh, busy trying to bring musical acts and entertainment to Stockton, what do you like to do for fun in Stockton? Well, I probably could have a, a night out at a restaurant every day of the year, so I enjoy our fine dining in Stockton. I love walking the Calaveras and biking. Beautiful up there. I enjoy going to Thunder Games, Ports Games, UOP Games, even Stag High Games, and just spending time in the nice weather. Great. Well, uh, Emily, thanks again for, um, for coming on to uh, Podcast Stockton. Of course, we'll put links in the show notes to um, where folks can find out all about Q Productions, both from your website and from your Facebook. But uh, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you, Matt, and we look forward to having you play at one of our shows. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Podcast Stockton. We want to thank Kate Post, Emily Ballas, as well as Mark Wills for coming on the show. And go to asparagusfest.com uh, for information about the Asparagus Festival. And their tickets are still available for the Mark Wills concert. Go to qproductionsco.com for more information there. And also, let's not forget the Ports first home game of the season coming up soon. Go to stockandports.com for all the information there. We'd love to hear your feedback. Call us anytime at 209-565-3229 or send your comments to mail at podcaststockton.com. Find us on Facebook or YouTube, username Podcast Stockton. Follow me on Twitter, username Podcast Stockton. And me at RJ Gomez. For links to all the things we talked about in today's episode, check out the show notes at podcaststockton.com. And until next time, make it great, Stockton. I got to tell you, it's a little weird for us to be wrapping up this early. Uh, I feel like uh, we haven't we haven't breezed through a show like this in a long time. Well, we got some great content that uh, wasn't wasn't just us. That's true. See, people don't like listening to us. Oh wait, wait, yeah, they do. Have we ever had three people on the show? No, we never have. That's a record guest amount. That See, is. look, we're growing up. That is, and uh, we had a lot of fun doing that Mark Wills interview. Yeah, you know That's what? Cool. Say what you will about the South, but doggone it, that guy seemed like he was down home. And I actually hope yeah. that we might get a chance to bump elbows with him because I'd actually like to meet him. He seems pretty cool. Yeah, seemed like seemed like a great guy. Well, I'm glad uh, we had less less to record for us tonight because I'm beat. Had a very long day at the Earth Day. May I say you did a very beautiful job out there today? It Thank was you. very very great uh, uh, emceeing out there. You Thank look you. like a pro now. <laughs>
Yeah. A couple years under your belt and you're yeah. like, hey, old hat. I learned, I learned from the best. Ah, whatever. <laughs> See you, Rod. Next week. <laughs>